Hey everyone, welcome back to the District 3 Podcast, episode 194. My name is Irvin, and today we're joined by artist Haley Madison, who I've actually been trying to get on the podcast for a while. Um, she couldn't make it last week, but she made it here. I'm <laughs> glad you're here, Haley. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me out. And uh, I want to talk about, you know, your, your music, uh, what you've done so far performing-wise, like what your dreams, your goals, your ambitions are in the music industry. Um, what genre would you say your music is? Oh, that's a loaded question. That's probably the hardest question that I get because I don't know what genre I am. Like, mm. I have soul. I make pop music. I make R&B music. I always have twang in it. Mm. So it's like I'm just versatile. I, I, have, the, I have sauce. That's what I like mm. telling people. It's like, <laughs> what's your genre? Saucy. Like, mm. it was, it'll make you just sit there and be like, this is different, you know? Mm. I've never heard a country rap or I've never heard country on a pop beat or i've never mm. heard this type of on this type. you know what i mean yeah like definitely i can't give out you know free free little what is that called um snippets yeah at least on the radio but i'll show you <laughs> afterwards and i feel like nowadays a lot of artists don't want to go by a genre they just kind of want to do music i think of like post malone a lot you know, yeah he does like rap but he also does like rock and heavy metal and all these different things yeah and i i can i can relate to him and like don toliver and you listen to don mm -hmm. toliver so i can relate to both of them a little bit just because it's more of like a uh like the feel of the beat like we're very melodic mm -hmm. you know and we're not constrained by one genre and i think that is the main reason why a lot of artists don't want to be in one genre because at least before you sign like labels and everything, you have all of this creative freedom and you're mm -hmm. able to do whatever your heart desires. But once you start getting into the labels and everything, they kind of put you into one genre, like what's going to work for you and what type of fan base is like gravitating towards you the most. Mm -hmm. And then they'll lead you to that. Gotcha. So it's kind of like you don't want to put yourself in a genre because you don't want to label yourself. You don't want to confine mm -hmm. yourself into this little box of like, I'm just pop music. But then I come out with a country pop or I come out with an R&B, like a deep rock R&B, you're like, this isn't country. This isn't you. Right. I feel you. Well, that, that makes sense. Um, you you originally from, from here, from Arkansas? Springdale, Arkansas. Were you born in Springdale? I was born in Plano, Texas, but my okay. parents moved to Springdale whenever I was five. Okay, so you're from here then. Yeah, I'm, this is my most, place, yeah. You've been here most, most of your life, and uh, you, you still live in the area? Mm-hmm, I'm, I'm in Fayetteville now. After okay. going to the U of A, I moved to Fayetteville whenever I started going to the U of A. Mm -hmm. Then I graduated in 2020, and after that, I just started moving around and never sitting down. So mm, I feel you. And, and you, we were talking about this beforehand because I, I confused you for someone as a Harvard graduate, and you were like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Springdale. Springdale High School. Yes, all the way. No, I'm, I'm the red school, not the blue school. You graduated 2017. 17. Wow. Mm -hmm. Then I graduated college in 2020. So I was just, I was ready to get out in the world and like at least try to do some things. And I started um, making, that's whenever I graduated high school and I started really like making music and trying to put my name out there a little bit more. And um, we spoke about him a little bit ago. Uh, Lo, he's yeah. the first one to ever put me in the studio, um, to ever give me a shot, like at least in, you know, this type of setting. And it kind of took off in a way. Um, Weren't you on one of his songs? I think I was on three on I think his I album. We played the, one of them when he when he first came onto the podcast. We played that that song, I believe, where you the were on all that. alone. You left me th all alone. I think so. I think yeah. it was that one. So we had that one on the radio, and then we also had another one, which I don't know why his stuff isn't up on YouTube or um, iTunes anymore. But uh, we had those two going on, 
And I still have the video of me listening to me in the car, like on the radio for the mm. first time. It was like a surreal moment of like, okay, I could, this might work, it might happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, where the um, desire to want to make music, how that looked like for you? Like, uh, how old were you back then when, whenever you decided to make music? And, and why did you want to do it? So the why, I can't necessarily say why because it's like one of those things. Why do you, why do you like the color red? I don't know. I just like it. It's how I was born. I, my parents can say that I popped out of the womb singing. Mm. Like me and my dad. My dad can play the piano and the guitar, and he's super musically talented. And okay. me and him will just sit there my whole life, and he'll freestyle, and then I'll be freestyling. So it's like oh. just this beautiful picture that we're painting at once, mm. you know, with music. So I've always made music. It's my outlet. I tell everybody, like, the I, another thing with the creative freedom, like, the words, like, this is stuff that I'm going through. Like, it's stuff mm -hmm. that actually happens in my life. And I use it as an outlet. It's easier for me to get all the subconscious thoughts out of my head if mm -hmm. I just sit there and freestyle and, like, try to pan out exactly, you know, just how I feel. Mm. But why did I go into music? It's my heart and soul. Like, mm. this is all that I am. I sing all the time. I can't really express myself the way that I need to if I'm not freestyling. Um, yeah. And I just like, I really like making stuff that I would want to listen to. Like mm -hmm. nowadays, I feel like the music industry is pretty flooded with copy, like, you know, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Yeah. And this works. Like, and I mean, it does, but it's not necessarily stuff that I would feel like I resonate with mm -hmm. or that I like to listen to in the car. Mm -hmm. I like stuff that'll make you be like, you know, <laughs> the ambiance and the bass yeah. and the full volume on the headphones kind of thing. Right. Like make you just get lost in it, lost in the sauce. So I'm mm. like, what genre are you? I'm saucy. Mm. You'll get lost in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked a little bit about your, your dad uh, playing uh, music. Was he a uh, musician himself? No, he should have been. Mm. He's a, he's a diehard football coach. He, okay. Yeah. We, they went to the reason I was born in Texas. Cause they're from Springdale as well. They graduated from Springdale high. So it's like, we're all from here. Oh, your parents both did? Mm-hmm. Mm. And so they moved out of here and went to Texas, had me and my brother, came back. And then dad was a head football coach um, out here Okay. for a while. And then throughout those times, like, of course, the talent shows, like, he'd play at my talent shows and I'd sing. and But him wanting, like, he's... Would he be a musician? I hope so. I've asked him so many times to be on songs and to perform with me. And he Does he uh, sing too? Yeah, he sings. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was actually, um, he went really far in like competitive choir. Oh, dang. Yeah, so singing is in our family. I don't know where he got his singing voice from because I never met my grandpa, but my grandma could not sing a lick. So mm. <laughs> who knows where it came Probably from? Probably some like ancestor or something. It has to be. Could have been some famous person here or something you don't know of. <laughs> um, so you you started singing, you know, just at a, at a young age by the sounds of it. I mean, and it's hard not to with that inspiration that you had from, from your parents. Um, who are some inspirations like uh, music artist wise that you looked up to as a kid or, or just coming up in general that you're like, man, like I want to sing because of this person maybe. Oh yeah. Um, crazy thing is I was raised around rock, like eighties rock. And then like rock band, like more modern day rock bands, like 
Nickelback and Daughtry. I love Nickelback, even though people hate on them all the time. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, I went to their concert. Like, after going to their concert at a young age, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, yeah. I want to be up there with them. I want to have all the... You know they're coming, like, in a few months? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're coming to Rogers. Oh, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. Like, yeah. people don't like... I know so many songs. I don't know all of them. I'll say that, but I know a lot. Mm. So I, ra- I was raised on them, and Three Doors Down, Three Days Grace, and My Darkest Days, and um seether and so a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff that has to deal with i think more emotion and like you know like i said the audience it makes you like sit there and like you know like rock yeah. music will make you sit there and get lost in it mm-hmm. if you if you're with it There's some i people am just nickelback when you said nickelback i was like this is the first time anybody's mentioned nickelback <laughs> on the podcast and it's great i love nickelback oh my gosh like they have photograph then that song the this is how you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that song, when I was in fourth grade, that was like the, that was a song. <laughs> that, was a, that was a song back in the day. I remember, I have like a lot of memories because of that song for some reason. But yeah, people shouldn't hate on Nickelback anymore. It's it's like, it's old. No, yeah. And I get they're, they're, they're a bunch of old guys, but they're, they're cool <laughs> old guys. You know what I mean? Is, is, is it just rock in general that was like the... I like, mean, that's what I was raised on. But whenever I got to a certain age, I, I, I mean, who didn't gravitate towards Rihanna? Like mm. I was gravit, like that was my girl, you know. Mm. Anything, and then Chris Brown, mm-hmm. ironic, but mm-hmm. they. So I was really listening to them a lot whenever I was younger, and like going into like the pop, because my parents don't really listen to pop. If we mm. listen to anything, it'd be like the radio, so it'd be all these mainstream songs, but. What they listened to is, you know, all the rock in the 80s and George Michael and mm-hmm. all these people that, like, you know, yeah. old white people listen to. Michael Bolton, too, in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. um, what about rap? Rap? I mean, I love rap. I've always loved just as long. So here's my thing with rap. I like melodic rap. I like, mm. I like, What's like. That? So I call it melodic rap. It's like they're, they're rapping, but it has a tune to it. You know, like, like Lil Baby. Okay. Um, that's me. I'm in the video TV. I'm in it. Like it's like. Oh, uh, okay. And then he'll go through it, and you're like, he's low key. He'll he'll there'll be parts of him singing. There'll be parts. Of, there's a, there's an artist called Kivo Money, and mm. he's a great example of melodic rap. Okay. Or even uh, Mo Three. Mo Three was a good example of melodic rap. Are the Migos kind of melodic rap? Because don't they kind of do that too? The kind of the yeah, they song? would they would be more of like a. Some people would call them mumble rap. Mm. They kind of started the the, you know the, the movement. Yeah. Okay. At least with like handsome and wealthy and that I don't know what album that was, but mm. back in that time I feel like. But I mean I guess they could. But melodic rap of like just people singing at one point. You know what I mean? I think Kevin Gates could also be. Yeah. Melodic rap. If yeah. you say if you can sit there and sing it and rap it, it's like low key the same thing in my mm. opinion. I might be completely wrong that and makes sense. people are like. What she don't know what she's talking about, but going to fact check you after. Right, I'll be like, no, it's my <laughs> definition of melodic yeah. rap. Yeah. So, like, so at what point do you start taking like steps to take music seriously? Like, what is that? What do those first steps look like for you? So, I definitely I just signed under a management, and um, that was something that I had issues with back in the day. I mean, not really issues with, but I. I as a woman, you come into <laughs> you come into this very naive and be like, mm. okay, well, you know, blah blah blah. But being in it and at least trying to make it a thing and be serious for the last three and a half years, it's definitely been like 
eye-opening to why I need management and why I need a certain type of protection. And I just signed with a management that is full of women. Like, Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and it makes me feel a lot more comfortable because there's certain things that the, in the music industry that happen to women, and I don't like being put in those positions, and I don't like having to deal with the repercussions of backing all the way off whenever I see red flags. Mm. especially if there's contracts involved that's whenever things get really messy and I had that I had that issue back I had moved to Dallas and something happened and mm. the the yeah mm-hmm. it was a whole bunch of stuff but now I'm with um, a great group of women um, we actually have a meeting sometime this week so mm. the next steps if I were to have this meeting last week I would tell you what the next steps are mm. but right now I just think um, I'm pushing my music video, Call Me, right now. Um, I just released it, like, four days ago. I saw it. It's a really good video. Thank cool you. visuals, too. Thank you. That, uh, Is that live. from here? It's from Forever Lit Films. Um, mm. I don't know if you know Live May, but he he does a lot of stuff. Um, was that filmed here, or was that filmed somewhere else? It was filmed in Little Rock. Okay. Yeah. But my other um, video that I just got done um, was recorded in all the Fayetteville locations. So, like, on the top of Harmon, mm-hmm. yeah. And then in the Fayetteville Library, they have the, all those, like, free stuff to do. Like, mm-hmm. you can book the studio. So we just went in there and did it there. And then... Um, Is that one out yet? No. I, I don't know when I'm going to drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to make it to where, like, I'm not dropping back to back to back to back to back yeah. to back. And, like, just trying to flood the scene. I kind of want to, like... You <laughs> kind of build the hype up for it and stuff. Right. Gradually let it out. Like, I, I posted a little... Um, I posted a little, what you call it for Snippet it. of it? Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, sure thing. I just... Um, and we can post a little the little clip on on, um, on Instagram so the folks that are, that can't see on this yeah. podcast, they can... Uh, that's cool. That's in Fayetteville? Mm, or Springdale, it's right in front of that car, the car scene. Okay. It's um, That's right in front of J.O. Kelly. Gotcha. So Ooh, all these landmarks. Did you go to Joe Kelly? Yeah. Me too. What, yeah. What what um what teams were you in? Do you uh, remember what teams? Were? Okay, so I was only there for sixth grade. I ended up moving to West Fork for a year. Okay. And then I moved right back to Springdale, just okay. because it didn't work out. I'm I'm not a small town person. Like w- while you were there, do you remember the team that you were in? Um, was it? They changed now, but they were, they were different with whenever I was there. Was it like it was like they were they had like Gladiator, Compadres. Uh, yeah. Okay, that, that was kind of the same. I was in Legacy of Gold. Legacy. Okay, no, they didn't have that anymore. Yeah, they, they changed it. Yeah, they changed it to, like, one word, like, you know. We won that year. So sh- shout out to all the Legacy of Gold <laughs> people that were in that team. No one cares about it anymore, but. Uh, <laughs> but we won that year. It was so cool because, I mean, as a Harry Potter fan, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, like, you, you were part of a team, and then, like, you all had points and stuff. And at the end of the year, someone won. So it was kind of, like, Harry Potter-ish. So, yeah, just good good times. But going back to you, talking, putting Legacy of Gold to the side. <laughs> Um, so you, you've been working on these music videos and, um, they're like top notch music videos. The quality looks really good and, and, and you take, it looks like you take it seriously and stuff. Uh, how important, um, not only how important, but do you, do you do like a, like a hands-on approach to music videos? Like, is it your idea, your, like what you want to do kind of thing and just kind of get someone to work with you on it? I like being super open-minded with music videos. Um, I'm super picky with who takes my music videos. So it, I really only have two videographers <laughs> that I will even go to at this point. Mm. Um, it, it's Forever Lit and then Win Pro- uh, Productions. 
Mm-hmm. And Jonathan, he's super cool. He's from Springdale Harbor area. Okay. He um, he's my age. He's brand new into this. He's the one who did the Letter to Jay video, and that was his first music video ever. Okay. And I told him I was like, dude, you're lit. Like you're coming <laughs> with me. If, if I pop off, you're coming with me. But um, I really like being around people who actually want to work, who want to do it for the creative outlet. Mm-hmm. You know. And I had, and we just worked together. I have the ideas of like, okay, I have this outfit, I want this for it, and I want this for it. What do you think? And they're like, do you like this? Do you not like this? And then we collaborate on like, you know, on the top of Harmon. I'm like asking like, should I stand on this? Like, like I'm, you know, on the very top of Harmon, they have those big pedestals. Oops. Yeah. Hit their mic. But yeah. So I'm standing on top of this with six inch, like little bitty heels. <laughs> and there's like times where I like close my eyes and I'm almost falling backwards oh, no. and He's like, uh, he just captured, like, he was able to see exactly what I wanted to see. And then with live, it's like, um, he had the theme picked out. And then mm-hmm. I just really had to put, like, the emotion and the sass and, like, mm-hmm. the acting behind it. So both of them give me a lot of creative freedom as in, like, as the artist in the video. But also I give them a lot of control as, like, you see what's in the lens. I can't see what's in the lens. Like, I can't mm-hmm. see what's looking good. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course they'll show me, but... I trust them enough to be like, okay, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Looks good. Let's go to the next one. What do you think about this one? Yes, no. They're like, try this. I'm like, okay, I'm down mm. for it. So I, based on what I've seen like on your music videos and the stuff you posted on Instagram, you seem to be very comfortable in front of the camera. What do you think that is? Because like, I know back in the day, like when I was a kid, I would like sing in front of the mirror. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's as as cringe as it might sound, like it helped me, like public speaking wise, mm-hmm. like whenever I ran for office or all these different things, like like looking at yourself in the mirror has helped me, has helped other people probably. But what did you do, uh, or what have you done to you know get to where you're at now in regards to being so comfortable in front of the camera? Yeah, so I think imposter syndrome. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I turned into, I have two different identities to myself, like. Me, who all my who all my really close friends see and my family see, is not who everybody else sees on camera. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like that. You know, I'm not going to sit here. Like, of course, I'm genuine. My personality will go through and through. But my look-wise, like, I know exactly what I have to do to make sure that I look like Haley Madison. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I have this and I have this and I have this. And my look is complete. So being in front of the camera, I have to understand that I'm Haley Madison in front of the camera. At home, I'm just Haley, mm. you know? And I think what has helped me through that is I've done competitions my whole life. Like, Oh, really? I've won competitions at 13 years old against... Like singing competitions? Yeah, okay. like against, um, you know, older people. I tried out for American Idol whenever I was 12, mm. and, like, it didn't go too far because mm. I'm 12. <laughs> but I got... I got, you know, I got the experience out. Yeah. But it low-key, like, ruined, like, my whole vibe on... American Idol because you realize like most of the stuff like you don't try out in front of the judges you try out yeah. in front of the producers and then those other producers and you go through all this test do you think you'd so ever do like something like that again I don't think so uh, especially not um I might do the voice mm-hmm. maybe one day but American Idol like no I'm good on American Idol they're kind of like going downhill yeah I feel you the voice is like the the one that's been kind of like all over the place, huh? I think that I think top tier, top tier entertainment on singing would have to be the mass singer, and I would love to be on the mass singer because that would be <laughs> so cool. It means that I'm actually a good singer, but mm. 
up until then, yeah, I'm not doing uh, American Idol. But competitions, yeah. I've um, done every year in the Washington County Fair mm-hmm. and then the State Fair because I would go to the next level. So that would be every year since I was who knows how old my parents could tell you. Um, so you say your, your confidence is pretty high then in front of people. Yeah. My confidence is the highest whenever I'm on stage. Mm. And then outside of that, it's like I'm a normal person. So, like, of course, I have insecurities and stuff like that. But on stage, I'm I'm untouchable. Like, nobody – you can't get close to me. I can't hear what anybody's saying. I'm in my own world. And mm-hmm. just because there's thousands of people in front of me, like, I usually don't even see anybody. Like, mm. my parents are over there. I'll, like, <laughs> point to them and just laugh at them a little bit, and then I'm out looking in the crowd or wherever. What do you think are the biggest differences between the two Haley's? Um, that's a good question. I would have to say just the look. <laughs> it's definitely just the look. Like, there's a there's a certain thing of, like, wearing the platform shoes and wearing the shirts that are a little bit more revealing than the other. Like, in my music video, like, I literally just have a bra. Now, Haley in real life is not going to walk around with just a bra. And, like, I don't do that. But if it's my music stuff, you know, you have mm-hmm. to be a little bit creative. You have to get a little sexy for it. But, mm-hmm. like... If you know me, you know I'm walking around in sweatpants with no makeup on and my hair I haven't brushed in two days. And, you know, I'm just outside with my dog. I'm from Arkansas, so I never have shoes on. Um, you kind of give that chill vibe. Yeah, I'm, I'm very genuine, man. Like, yeah. I'm very down to earth. I don't – I talk to the moon a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not somebody who sits here. And that would be the only difference is between on stage me and me at home is I, I care about what people think about my look. Like, I actually, mm. like, I really put in the the effort that needs to be there. But mm. me personally, I don't I don't care what people think about me. Like, if you see me on the street or in Walmart, I'm probably, like, in my pajamas, <laughs> you know. What do you, um, what do you consider to be your, your goals, your dreams, or your ambitions in this industry? What do you want to accomplish? So in the long run, I definitely want to accomplish timeless music. I want to accomplish stuff that people will be listening to and resonating with for years down the road. Like, let's say my music career only lasts three years and I'm big for three years and then they never see me again, you know, but people are still listening to my music. Like, I don't know, there's still Madonna songs. I don't know why she's still trying to be mainstream, but, you know, there's <laughs> there's Madonna songs yeah. that people still listen to or even, like, the George Michael Careless Whisper. People listen to that all the time. And I bring that up because I literally just did the cover of it and I, I won some competitions singing the song. So it's like, I just want stuff, I want to make stuff that people can be like, I understand where she's coming from. Like, mm. I really feel this song or I understand these lyrics or... They just simply like the music to where it would last long enough. Mm. Um, I think the main thing is, like, there's a part of me that was really alone one time in my life. And music was my only outlet. Mm -hmm. And to be able to touch other people who feel that type of way and understand that, like, you're not the only one going through this stuff. And that's something that I had to learn, um, you know, through and through life. But that's that's what I want to do. I want to. Everybody, I want millions of people to be like, I understand. Like, I'm not alone. Like, you know, mm. I can listen to this song. Of, like, if people will come up to me and tell me that they really like the song Call Me because they've been in that situation before. Or, like, they're sitting there screaming it to their boyfriend who they're, they're not, like, you know, like you're driving on the road and you envision, like, that's what they tell me. They're like, I'm, like, 
literally you in that little sense. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just happy that people understand. What do you like to write the most ab- about? Oh my gosh, I write about heartbreak and love constantly. Like mm-hmm. now that I'm, I feel like I'm in like a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm able to actually talk about good things about like being in love and stuff like that. Um, prior, I was just talking about how much I hate relationships and like how they've done nothing but hurt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've been in a relationship now for the serious relationship for like what two and a half, three years. And so I'm finally able to feel safe enough to, like, talk about, like, Letter to Jay is about Jalen. And mm-hmm. it has Jalen's name in it. And that's super, like, you know, it's kind of nerve-wracking for me a little bit just because I'm name-dropping. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I feel pretty secure because I know who I'm with at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that'd be the only difference between, like, I do make songs about heartbreak. Uh, I do make songs about partying a lot. Like, um, just, like, the ambiance of, like, you know, whenever mm-hmm. it's Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I need to. I I, don't, I haven't heard one of those of those songs. Yet. I haven't even dropped them. That's the thing. Okay, is okay. like most of this stuff. Like I have hundreds of songs that I I haven't dropped, and all the songs that I have dropped are kind of like like the EP um, Soul Bond. It has two songs. The They're all you about in December. Yeah, and okay. the crazy thing is, like, I'm such a sap. <laughs> like, but uh, they're all about. So two of them have Jalen on them. Mm-hmm. Like, All Eyes on Me, that's Jalen on there, if you've listened to it. He sings? He's the one in there rapping. He tries okay. to sing. I, I think he can sing. <laughs> He's working on it. We're working on it. That's good. Um, So it would be, yeah, so All Eyes on Me is me and him. And all this stuff is recorded and mixed by me, so it's not, like, super top tier. Like, like I said, I just do this because I need to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't actually need to drop anything but whenever i do i'm like okay i like i like this song well enough now to where i can be like okay everybody can listen to it or do you mix your own stuff always mm-hmm. i mean not always call me i definitely had it mixed by oz and i was recorded in little rock by brace but um it's just a lot to do and yeah. I, was I, just, I was asking i was like it seems like a lot no it really is i mean so, you can do it but i'm just saying it's just a lot well do. i'm recording and mixing myself like i get exactly what i want to hear out of it and i get exactly of like you know, like, there's certain types of ad-libs that people don't actually want, but I want the the higher ad-libs louder than my actual, like, track, or, like, I want mm-hmm. it to be, like, I want it to sound a certain way. So whenever I mix it, I can mix it. Now, it doesn't sound perfect, but it's how I like to hear it. Mm-hmm. So after that, I can send it to my engineer. My engineer can make it sound crisp and everything. Um, but it just takes so long because he's in Dallas and he's all busy and whatnot. Gotcha. And I'm just not the type of person to be like, oh, yeah, let me spend such and such amount of money on songs that I don't even think I like yet. You know, mm. I'll sit on songs for like Call Me. I think that song's coming around three years old. Oh, really? Like, and I just got the video for it. <laughs> because I just like, I really have to, I sit on things for a long time. You're like your biggest critic. Oh my gosh, yeah, and mm. that's what that's what I've been doing. I've been playing my music out for like my friends, and mm. um, I'll be like, all right, I just I really have to like listen to this out loud with you right here, so I can see where I suck, like to mm. where it's like, okay, now I can hear that part. I have to redo it, or I like that part for real. I'm gonna mm. keep it. And that's what I've been doing recently, and it's it's kind of nerve wracking telling people like. Hey, you want to hear my music? Because no, if they're your friends, they also don't want to hurt your feelings too. But oh, my friends are brutally honest. Oh, my yeah. Brittany, she'll be like, "That sucks." Like, do that over. Or Elise, she was helping me this weekend. She was like, "Um, that doesn't sound right." Like, mm-hmm. let's do this, and they'll help me like 
make it into what it becomes. And well, I guess if they're your real good friends, they should want you to have, like, the best kind of music out, so they should be able to, like, criticize you, I guess. Oh, yeah, no, and they... Po- po- what do they call that? Positive criticism? Uh, oh, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a sucker for constructive criticism. If you can tell me something that I could do better and I actually agree with you on it, I'm, like, in love with you because it's, like... <laughs> You actually told me the truth. Like, thanks for not being a yes man. But that's who my friends are. My man, like, they'll sit there and they'll be like, no, like, mm. that's not it. Or they'll sit there and be like, yeah, like, this is it. Like, this is. Well, that's know. cool that you have people like that. Yeah. No, they, they, they literally, they get their money's worth. <laughs> they <laughs> sit there. I'll send them music. I think I sent Brittany three songs yet, like, this weekend. And, I mean, I'll send it to, I'll, I have a group of people that I have listened to it. And I'll be like, okay, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? They all give me their opinion. I mash them all together and I fix a song. Because, mm. like, who are you if you aren't catering to your audience? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a big ego. Like, mm. I don't have, I'm not sitting on this pedestal in my head. Mm. I literally am, like, genuine. I'm just grounded. Yeah. So I know that what I make at first is not going to be the best. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very open-minded and I'm super... That's good. Yeah. And um, so you, you have these music videos. That where can people listen to your music? Uh, like, are they on all streaming platforms? Mm, you just got to look up my name. And that's the hardest thing is, like, my name is Haley Madison. Mm-hmm. Now, how many ways can you spell Haley? I don't know, but your Instagram has, like, a, like didn't you put, like, multiple Ys or something on your Instagram? No, multiple Ns because I don't have <laughs> And somebody else had Haley Madison, so it was Haley Madison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but it's H- How do you spell it? H-A-L-E-Y. And then M A D I S O N, yeah. And there's no other Haley Medicine on uh, on streaming platforms that you can think of. No, Is probably. She's out there. She's out there. She's out there. <laughs> and she, I've looked her up and I've asked her. I was like, bro, I will literally pay you for like the username. And yeah. she will not respond to me. No, she she, won't. no and I, I'm like liking all of her pictures, and she's oh, like, man. "Well, if Haley Madison, the other one, listens to this, like, come on, <laughs> come on, girl, drop the username. You ain't using it. She probably even is, isn't using it. Oh, man, just there collecting dust. Right? No, girl, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some money for it. I just need it. Like, and if people wanna wanna book you for a performance, what does that look like right now? Do you already have like a place where people can contact you know the management I mean, or not? Yet? Yeah, you can you can contact uh, her name is Tatiana. Uh, after hours, um, she's my manager. She, her, and Jazz take care of all my uh, scheduling stuff. But everybody's always welcome to reach out to me. Like I'm, I'm okay. a regular person. You on uh, you on Facebook? You on Twitter? You on Instagram? I'm on it all. You just gotta find me, Haley Madison. Are you are you also Haley Madison on Twitter? I forgot if you are. Or not. Yeah, yeah, I had mixed it up because Twitter is like very. You know how Twitter is, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not one to get all caught up in political or opinion mm-hmm. stuff, especially if it has to do with, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I have some yeah, kids yeah. following me on there, and I just don't want to, you know. I feel you. I don't want to be that type of person. Like, yeah, so I get you. I, I have no you. idea what my Twitter name is, but yeah, okay. everything else is Haley well, IG Madison. and Facebook, they'll, f- they'll yeah, find yeah, you yeah. on there. And uh, we're going to leave the people with, with a song uh, from you. This is Call Me from uh Haley madison but first of all Haley, thank you for joining us today i yeah. appreciate you making the time here excited to see where your career goes um and hopefully we're able to see you perform uh sometime in the near future in the area so definitely book book Haley. uh thank you for being here today yeah man and uh we'll leave you with this call me by Haley madison uh thank you all for listening and we'll catch you all next week